0: Welcome to the Clone Saga Chronicles uh, 2.0 feed from SpideyDude.com. If you're listening to one of these older episodes, you'll hear references to our Podomatic website and a voicemail number, which is now defunct. So if you're a new listener who just found this uh, podcast, pay no mind to the links that we give out, like CloneSagaChronicles.Podomatic.com. Or a voicemail number. Enjoy this classic episode
1: of Clone Saga Chronicles.
2: In the comic book justice system, there are two sides of the, of each opposing argument: the judge who, who carries out the proceedings, and the witnesses who give their own opinions. These are their thoughts on the trial of Peter Parker.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, today, Clone Saga: The People of Clone Saga Chronicles versus the team that put together the trial of Peter Parker. All rise. For the Honorable Zachary Joiner.
3: Welcome back, cloneheads, we'll to the Clone of the Saga Chronicles podcast. I am Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood host of the show, and joining me, as always, is Bertoni Beetle. Hey-o. He's the uh, regular host of the show and also the editor of the show, and he's also lead contributor, quote unquote, of Spider.com. So it's good to hear from you again, sir. Uh, also joining us is Gerard Delatour, Tour, the second. He's also the lead reviewer for the, for the website. And he also has a DeviantArt page you should go check out, uh, spidertour02.deviantart.com. So, uh, check that out. And our new regular co-host, who is awesome, is Donovan Morgan Grant, aka Dono Mark, from the Spectacular Webspots cast. He's the sidekick of that one, and he's the regular <laughs> co-host of Amazing Spider-Man classics with Johnny Wilson and some other guy named Bertoni. So uh, check that that podcast out. And joining us also again is Jason, the uh, known as Berserk Fury eight one nine on the message boards. Uh, Thank
4: you. What a great introduction.
3: <laughs> and he's from, he's, <laughs> he's from Detroit, and uh, we don't we, we, we pity him, of course, but uh, he's also.
4: That's why I'm so bitter.
3: He's also going to be your firstbender.com, as we'll explain at the end of the show. This particular month, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, we kind of talked about this, I think, in the last episode, but, uh, we're only going to do three issues this month. Uh, Web of Spider-Man number 126, Peter Parker number 60, and, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 403. Now, we're not doing Spectacular 226 for an obvious, for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's a pretty epic issue. Number two, uh, we're going to devote an entire episode to that particular issue. So that will be coming out sooner rather than later. Oh, yes. Uh, if, if, we were, if we were to stick to our two-week schedule, uh, it would be coming out two weeks after this episode comes out. But as you can see, it's not been happening lately. Uh, <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach's got a girlfriend. Yeah, I've got a girlfriend now. And it's not anywhere related to the uh, – what was uh, – what. Transpired in the bloopers last last episode. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. So uh, was, that, was a, that wasn't to be Continuing episode that was just an no. That, that was
3: that was that was. Uh, I didn't even do anything that uh, after that it was it was fail. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> if you want to so check out a great too. interview, Bertoni actually interviewed for uh, episode 101 of the crawl space podcast. <laughs> Man, Lente, here's the deal. Uh, I, I've got a little bone to pick with our listeners.
1: Uh-oh.
3: Um, you have not left us any emails at all. And I, you know, I set up this email account specifically for you, the listener, and you haven't left us anything. And then our Facebook page is pretty, pretty much bare. Um, I left a little post earlier today, of the day of, the day of recording, and uh, we didn't get anything. So at least I don't because of we,
2: that, we, we kill so many puppies.
3: I know. I mean, it's like a bloodbath
4: here. <laughs> just, just, just you. I, I drown kitchens. I stop. Drown kittens. So I drown. I drown kittens in my sink because it's more fun.
2: I have a puppy in my lap and I have a gun to it. And um, you know, I, I'm down to my last bullet because I use it on other puppies. But you know, this is the, this is your last chance, listeners. If you don't want things to die, then pay attention to us. We demand it. Yeah, but you're killing
4: chihuahuas, and no one cares about chihuahuas.
2: Hey, my I, dog is a chihuahua. This is my actual dog. I got this.
0: To kill. I got this. sandskiff Skiff sitting right over a sarlacc pit with the plank extended, <laughs> and a bunch of babies <laughs> like you know crawling on the plank and oh, falling no. off.
1: Every, yeah, we have
3: <laughs> no we have no comments on on that particular post. We have a lot of people. We have three people that liked the, liked the the post, but no. Uh, one was me. <laughs> yeah, one of them was one, one of them was. Per- yeah, you commented. You're on the clock. Okay, that's the comment.
4: <laughs> okay, that was a little fail. Well, you know what? Jo- Maybe Josh could threaten to kill Miley Cyrus again. I, I know, right? That's what's going to
0: take. Um, oh
4: yeah, speaking of Miley Cyrus, hi Brandon. One what? thing
3: I did want to—I did want to point out—I didn't make an appearance on Views from the Lawn Box. Anyways, leave us some comments on our Facebook page. You can—you you don't become a fan anymore. You have to like us. So I really want you to like me. And the, and the website.
0: Do you like um, me, or do you like like me? Oh God! Hey anyway, yeah, um,
3: so a couple things we're going to address. Obviously, we've got uh, we do have an iTunes review, and we have a little of voicemails. Woo! Um, Yay! Which apparently, I want to I want to say something about our voicemails. Um, apparently, we left the door wide open for um, odd, strange, oddball voicemails after the. Uh, Spanish-speaking voicemail and the uh, my truck is fixed voicemail and um <laughs> well, I, mean, I got I got oh, my new car this weekend FYI woohoo um thank God It's filled, it's um, filled with puppies and kittens yeah. <laughs> oh. it's got hell it's got a hello kitty sticker on the side so because he's a he's a manny um, I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things uh, I kind of want to give a little bit of a heads up of what we're doing pretty soon um, spider dot is Going to be undergoing my metamorphosis here in about two weeks. From when we're recording this on June first, and
0: um, we're aiming yeah. for we're aiming for a release before of this episode before June. I'm disciplining myself. Good.
5: Um, <laughs> would you the,
0: you know what the best part is if we don't
5: if we don't make that date, he's just going to edit that line out, so it won't look bad.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fools will never know.
3: What I want to I want to talk about this. We're going to have a little bit of a birthday celebration. We're going to launch the new uh, format of the of the of the website on June seventeenth, which is the birthday of Spidey.com. We'll turn eleven. Um, actually, twelve. I'm sorry, our twelfth year
0: online. So um, we're older than Hollister for mayor.
3: Exactly. Um, wow, that makes Hollister. me feel. Uh, hopefully, we'll have another episode out before the uh, before the birthday, because I'm going to be recording special something for the next episode. Uh, it's gonna go on the tail, on the very beginning. Which would be the founder of Spidey.com and Spidey Dude. Together in one room. Shooting the bull.
0: So now we're gonna kill, so, kill bulls, apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <we are> not-
3: <laughs> but yeah, uh, my dad and I are gonna to get together and we're gonna record a segment for the podcast. So, um after the trial of Peter Parker, we're going to do the big episode, which will be kind of our birthday episode. We're going to be doing maximum clonage, and you're going to be able to call in. So we'll give you all the details and everything like that um, once they're all settled and squared away. Wait, so, when did you say maximum
4: clonage is? Uh, episode
0: specific. after next. Yes. Okay. Can't so, wait. Sweet. Unless, unless we decide to like throw in like a Grim Hunt episode between them, but I don't know.
3: So, Spidey.com will be going on, ongoing that. So, we'll have daily updates and everything like that. That'll be a really exciting time. So, really, really, really excited. We get a voicemail. We get iTunes review. That's pretty much it. Uh, we'll get to the uh, let's get do the let's do the iTunes review if I can get to it because iTunes is being a finicky <laughs> right now. Okay, so we got our one iTunes review it was left on May twenty third, twenty ten. The host is written by Spidey in a tree, and he says. The Decent Recap Review of Spider-Man's Most Confusing Era. He says, The host, Zach, which would be me, has a very swarm spot for the Clone Saga, much like I do. It's a, this is a solid recap for a very confusing time in Spider-Man's history. With Marvel releasing a hardcover treatment of the 90s Clone Saga, there may be a lot of fans who have a lot of questions. Is this is a good audio companion if you're new to, to Spider-Man or just completely lost in your reading. However, sometimes the gentlemen get carried away with the negativity. But there was a lot of neg- negative negativity in the Clone Saga. The first two episodes can be tough to get through as they're finding their niche. But with the addition some more cast members, we get s- some differing opinions, which, which has been nice. I like to see more focus on the recap, and s- the story, than reviews and the negativity towards creators. The creators. Well, thank you, sir. We do appreciate uh, eight stars, so that's that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. we've gotten a, quite a few. I mean, we've gotten t- our average rating right now is four and a half stars. So. Out of 20, 20 uh, ratings. At Twenty ratings, which is good. We had a one star review, but that. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> no. People okay, are allowed no. to people are allowed to hate us. Okay. It's all it's uh, all good. Spidey yeah. in a tree. I'm not going to mince words with you. I'm not going to lie to you. You you know you think that we get carried away with the negativity. I'm verily sorry to say this. I'm not going to lie. You ain't seen nothing yet.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're you, at this point. Uh, we're at a point right now where we're at a pretty low point in the Clone Saga, and I and I talked about this last episode. We've got probably good another three to six episodes. Well, we got about six episodes, where because I mean we're gonna. I, I know of at least one issue where pretty awful.
0: Um, I think once we get one, to once we get past the Scarlet Spider titles, and to get to Ben Riley as Spider Man, it, it gets good.
3: Yeah, well, we get we get uh, this, this is the point where they're starting to stretch things out. You see what I'm saying? You, you understand what I'm saying? This is the point where they're like, "Hey, we've got to keep go- keep this going," and they really didn't know what to do. Um, and they're just kind of throwing all these ideas against the wall and letting them see a stick. Now, there's a couple of instances during the the, the spider ben era where we started we also saw this, like um, the, the skeleton of the smokestack storyline. Um, but I mean, we're. At a, <laughs> I mean, we've got probably two more episodes. Uh, th- this three more episodes that are going to be hugely negative. Um, after Maximum Clonage, we're kind of in this lull period. The Scarlet Spider titles I, I can already tell you are going to be pretty much fail. Because um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's they're very like little. There are very little redeeming value in those books. Um, but after I mean. Just stick with us, and we'll, you know, because I mean, we, I'll try to find the positive and everything. But, um, you know, we Are do we appreciate do, um, your
2: plan. The symbiotes.
3: Yes. Eventually. Um, <laughs> I, I figure. I figure we're probably going to spend like three after we get to power and responsibility before we get to Spider Man. Uh, I figure we would probably get like four or five episodes where we're just doing the minis, like Funeral for an Octopus, The Lost Years, uh, Plan the Symbiots um, well, we got Family Plot, which is during the Spider-Man era, so we can ha- handle that later, right? Oh, I about
2: that. Eventually, we'll
0: got, probably go through the New Warriors stuff.
3: Yeah, and we're gonna a lot of a lot of those, those books are going to be reviewed on Spider So um, now, speaking of planning the cymbi, because you brought that up. You can actually check. Uh, you can actually pre-order uh, Epic Book Number Three on Amazon or other fine retailers. It does include Pan and the Symbiotes. So there you go. So, check, check that out. They'll come out in August. The epic book number two is already out. So if you haven't got it yet, go to your local comic shop or go to Amazon and get it. So, so. Anyone okay. have
0: anything to add to Spidey in a Tree? Spidey in a tree, uh, you know, sorry about the stuff that you don't like. I am glad that, you know, you're liking us enough to give us four out of five stars, which, you know, still, that's a pretty good success, rate. you know, so. That's a B. Thanks.
2: Thanks for being there. Thank you. Hopefully, you um, um, you said you like the new cast editions. Hopefully I'm not one of them because I would feel kind of stupid if it was me. Hopefully it was all Jason. He loves Jason, I'm sure.
3: Uh, Okay, and um, before we get to the voicemails, I'll hit up all the news right quick. Uh, I've kind of already talked about Spider.com. I've already kind of, uh, I've already mentioned the Clone Saga solicitation, which you can read on Spider.com. Ben Riley was in Web of Spider-Man, the last issue that came out, which was number eight, seven or eight? Seven or eight.
2: Guys? Uh, seven?
3: Seven? Okay, Web of Spider-Man number seven has a Ben Riley story written by D. Mateus, and artwork by the guy that keeps doing the Oteza Stories. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. That guy.
2: Well, and, and not, not,
3: no, that and guy not. is named Walter. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: I, it might be number eight. Hold on. is it number right? Because number seven was the Craven story. Yeah, yeah, it's number eight. Okay. Yeah, but it, it wasn't uh, solicited. It was a complete surprise.
3: Yeah, this was, I mean, this was not even solicited in the solicitations. This was just, wow. Uh, part of me thinks that they were just throwing this in to fill space, but really good hey. story.
1: <laughs> good wow. way to fill
3: space. Yeah, it was a really good way to fill fill space. Anything by DiMatteis is pretty much win, uh, though he has a couple of instances where, boy, yeah, like this month.
2: Speaking of which, later, <laughs> like an hour from now.
3: Yeah, Judge, sh- sh- tune in later.
0: Um, so it, we'll probably do a full like recap review of the of that in uh, in a future episode where we deal with the current. We'll also,
3: books. okay, is going to be appearing in the Grim Hunts. The storyline is going to be coming out, I believe, in June which is when this is being released, so it may be coming out right when you're listening to this but before that uh, apparently during the lizard arc story Cain became a b- Now this is that that last word was beeped out for a reason
1: um <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, yes.
3: you won't be a, uh, okay, let's call him a b- I think we can get away with that. Okay. Cain so with- is a b- in the uh, recent ASM issue. He gets beat up by a 12-year-old girl. this is the same cane that uh, broke said same 12-year-old girl's older brother, his neck like a little So the role reversal was not lost on me. Um, By the way, Zeb Wells, um, it's not an acid touch. It's ripping the skin off your face, leaving scars.
1: Get it
0: right. Get it right. Yeah, we'll also probably review that. In another oh, God. <laughs> there are certain people who may not want to download that one. Did any yeah. of you all uh, read the web story? See, I did, the... actually. Uh, the review will
3: be up next week, probably on spider.com. Either by me, or by somebody. I have a question for you all.
0: Yes, sir. Could Do you guys think that maybe... Is there anything in there that says that this does not take place in current continuity? Instead of this being like a last year story, maybe this takes place... Yeah, you know, it
3: would not surprise me because he, there's never ever I been never a men- there's never been a mention of him being in Europe at any point in time
0: and having all these like assumed names and like. You know what yeah. I mean? That could be a twist, you know that like, oh, by the way, like this is now, like, like kind of like what they did in. Lo- <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach. Oh, by the <laughs> way, this is <laughs> kind of like but kind of like what they did in Lost, where like Lost had this thing where they would do flashbacks to all the characters for a while, and in that one of the season finales they did this whole thing making it look like it was a flashback. Then at the end, you found out that it was a flash forward. If well, Ben Riley uh, came
2: up in, in current Spider-Man, I think half of this pod, half of the band would just die of excitement.
0: I died of excitement when I saw when I saw the issue, and it w- and it was good. It was better than the last one because it you know dealt with newer grounds. Like it still, they had the same Ben Riley phobias, the you know, but it was a lot better than retreading the whole. I'm not a man. I'm a clone. Wait a second. I am a man. Mm-hmm. I have my confidence yeah. back. And they yeah. set up uh, what could be an ongoing storyline.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I'll try to get I'll try to get uh, Steve Wacker's email and and find out for us. Everything like that. Steve, at least what? maybe get. At least maybe get a hint. So now, that's all the news right now. Is there any other news, guys, that I don't know about that
2: happened
5: today? Uh, uh, I was just
2: asking. Does anybody have number two? Because I actually didn't get it on on impulse, like I did the first one, only because I was trying to money manage. I'll definitely get it this week, though.
4: Yes, there there is news. Um, last week, the second uh, Epic Clone uh, Saga trade came out, and. The the real Clone Saga trade by Tom DeFalco, Todd Knock, and Howard Mackey.
3: Came oh, out. the I did not even know that the new the real Clone Saga.
4: <laughs> neither uh, did, but, neither did neither did I until I walked into my LCS on Wednesday and it was just sitting there in the new rack. I'm like, huh?
3: came out today. So if but, you were looking to pick up the uh, Clone Saga miniseries and trade, it is out now. You can go pick it up on at Amazon or your local comic shop or other or other other online fine retailers.
5: So I that's believe, cool. Well, Small it's, it's actually
3: it. not created. It's a, it's a hardcover. Oh,
5: it's a
1: hardcover?
3: Yes.
5: Oh. Okay. It's, okay. it's in collected edition.
0: Whatever. Simple the DC. Okay, here's part of my problem with the fact that it's a hardcover. Well... Unless they have cool bonus features, like, I am glad that they're releasing it. I don't want to be nitpicky, but because it's a hardcover and it's a little pricey, I don't know if as many casual fans will
4: pick it up, and then there
0: won't be sales, and then we won't get our Ben
4: Reilly series. Okay, yeah. but they always release everything, as, as, and DC does this much worse, but Marvel does this too. They always release it as a hardcover first, and then it comes out as trade paperbacks a few months later. Was
3: there, Was there any special features in
4: the hardcover? I didn't buy it. I have I have two copies of the whole series. I didn't see a reason to buy it.
3: You fool! You should at least look, look
4: through it. I finally found a bookstore that it carried. Was, it was wrapped. I couldn't flip through it. Well, fi-
3: you, You're buddies with your LCS let them look. I'm okay, just
0: kidding. I finally <laughs> found fooling. a bookstore that carried Epic Book Number One because I think on the last podcast I was the only guy that not only hadn't picked it up but like hadn't even seen it at any store that I went to, oh, and I. Yeah, I flipped through. Most of the coloring was the same. I thought that they might have recolored it because, but then there, again, was, you know,
3: there was retouches.
0: Yeah, um, I like the re- that they did all those recap pages. I thought that that was pretty cool. Uh, some people were saying that they should have, like, you know, done recap pages for the I am the Spider and everything else and the robot parents. But then it's, you know, how, how, far, back, bad. how, how <laughs> far back? How far back do good. you want to do you want to go? You know, I mean,
1: yeah.
0: I do think that they, you know, it's tying to this, they should probably release the Clone Genesis trade. It's one of my, it's a trade that I have. It's one of my favorites, and it does the Jerry Conway because apparently I've been re- mispronouncing his name for all these years. Jerry Conway's uh, Clone Saga.
2: Well, uh, let me say that I, I, I gave the trade to my brother to read, and um, he's he's not he's not totally foreign to comics, but he doesn't know the ins and out like we do. And he wrote the whole thing thinking, like, in a day, and he really enjoyed it, and he didn't. I was like, well, did you feel lost or anything at all, well, like, you know, die in the spider or whatever? And he's like, no, I, I got pretty much most of it, so it's pretty new reader-friendly, I would say.
3: Yeah, I mean, any casual reader can pick it up, and that's what I really enjoyed. The readability of it was really, really well done. Probably one of the best uh, best trades I've ever seen Marvel do in terms of presentation. So oh, I really, really. Really, uh, really liked it, so I picked that up. I'm really just being a big epic book number two. There will be probably a review as soon as I get it for uh, – on the Crawl Space website, so check that out and uh, check out Crawl Space because you can read the funny Spidey Daily, uh, Daily comic that's supposed
0: to be in your newspapers, but it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mine
3: hasn't been one in my newspaper
0: about, since I was eleven.
5: Yeah, I, I gotta add one thing about the trades. I, I just, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really surprised by how committed they are to this stuff. Because I mean, sometimes they put stuff out and then they just kind of waited to see what the response is, and it's like months and months passed. Well, I mean, I mean, America One, they, they seem <laughs> like rolling these things out like regularly. They're really committed to this. I'm, I'm actually well, kinda...
3: I, I think the pre-orders were so high for number one.
5: Um, I would think, and the pre-orders
3: are pretty high for number two. Um, I think that they're gonna they're gonna continue. I mean, there's probably gonna be ten. I mean. Um, I really wasn't expecting Planet of the to read. <laughs> no one was, <laughs> but they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're committed. I mean, if they're going to include Planet of the Symbiots, I'm pretty sure they're going to include the bonus pages. I would hope. to uh, Revelations.
0: So I'm, I'm glad that they're doing everything that yeah. they're that they're not leaving anything out because that was like because I'm so OCD that was like one of my first thoughts like I hope that they don't just like wimp out and do you know power and responsibility and then like skip to Smoke and Mirrors and then just do the quote unquote essential arcs. No, this is the complete epic clone saga.
5: Yeah, but I, I'm I'm still crossing my fingers as far as I really hope they don't just pull the plug like halfway through releasing these things and only get half of them out.
2: Well, That's, do we know like the sales on the on the first trade? Are they? You, what, I mean, uh,
5: yeah. I mean, a lot of everybody
3: I, that I that, that I know was picking them up.
2: I know, so. but I mean, it's the same thing like the
5: old first issue syndrome, you know, when the sales slowly start dropping off. If, if something like that, that well, happens they
3: released this, think, uh, they released every single bit of onslaught. And Age of Apocalypse. Oh, now, okay. yeah, this
2: right. now. This is
0: this is a pretty consistent release schedule because it was only like what two months ago that one came out, and now two's out. Like they're no,
3: one th- came th- out in February.
0: Oh, okay. No.
3: Did it be that? Long ago? No, it was no. solicited in February. It was, it it was either April. March.
2: It was, it, was, it was. I don't think. I don't think it, it was
3: earlier than March. It was, okay. It was March, and then, um, epic book No. two came out what May, so two months. Then May, June, July, August, so three months after that. That's so pretty good. They're probably going to release the fourth one, I would think, in November or December, just in time for the holidays.
0: Like Batman Chronicles, they were doing all of Batman's appearances from the Golden Age on up. They were doing like every six months or something. And yeah. the DC Archives edition, they were like even worse. It was like it could be years
2: before well,
3: DC's, you get – DC's historically bad at getting trades out. I'm sorry.
2: Marvel's, Damn, got... like a, Marvel's a
5: trade machine.
2: I'm not going to argue
5: with that. Yeah, like, uh, their their Marvel's Omnibuses are a classic example of them giving up sometimes. Because I mean, I was waiting for, the, you know, the Fantastic Four ones were coming out, and they only did two volumes for the Lee Kirby stuff, and then they just they, they're out of print now and stuff like that. It, well,
3: that's because omnibuses are seventy-five to hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, but I'm they're sorry. enormous.
5: They're like thirty-plus issues, man. You can kill so, a man with okay, one of those. Wait, ones. How many, okay, Family, we had... Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four. Give me a break. where where can I buy it right now? I know, but they they all they
3: the omniscences were kind of redundant because you already had the masterworks out, there. and they had just redone the masterworks right before they came out with the omniscences. All right, so we have a couple of voicemails this month. The first voicemail is, well, this one.
6: Hello, hello, is this is this the Glenn Beck show? I'm trying to get on the line with Glenn Beck. Hello? Oh, hey, is this is this the Clone Saga podcast? Is that is that who I reached? Are you guys talking about the Clone Saga? I don't understand why someone would want to talk about that particular Marvel crossover and the Spider-Man comic books. I I just don't get you kids today with your hula hoops and your, your Dan Fogelberg records. It just, I don't understand it at all. And that guy Bertone, he's got a serious... Attitude problem. I just don't like his face, even though uh, I've never actually seen uh, his face. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, is this the Glenn Beck show? Hello.
3: Okay. The number for Glenn Beck show is eight 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 seven two seven B E C K eight eight triple eight seven twenty seven Beck.
2: You don't, you don't, you don't, want between me the, to be
3: Between point the, point. hours of, of 9 p.m., 9 a.m. and noon eastern time, you can call Glenn and, uh, uh, chat with him if you want. You can go to, you can email him at me at glennbeck.com. Um, <laughs> you, you're more off topic than, than,
0: than the caller was.
3: No, I'm referencing what the caller is saying. I know, He's but it's, saying,
5: <laughs> it's like a, okay, go ahead. He sold he sold me you me you so it, you didn't just know it off the top of your head, right? Oh no,
3: no I, actually, I actually knew the the number to Glenn's
5: program. Uh, oh, and email. Um,
3: That's a, <laughs> I thought you suddenly hate me. What? Why? Because I because I, I like Glenn Beck. That's what me and my girlfriend connected on.
2: The oh, first no. thing was, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Respect is withdrawal. the draw. Your kids are going to oh.
0: be like the biggest like Glenn Beck supporters ever.
2: No.
3: Suddenly, my uh, neck. I don't. Blade. I don't always I, look. I don't always agree with Beck, but uh, I respect what he has to say. So anyway, the um, <laughs> getting back to the color, <laughs> the, that was actually pretty funny because I, I think you. Part of me thinks you were referencing my conservatism. Um, the other part of me just thinks it was just you making a joke. I don't know, but it was pretty funny, uh, and the fact that you took a swipe at Bertoni actually was comical as well. So. Um, We do play all voicemails, even the absurd ones.
0: Uh (laughs) And that's just an invitation for somebody to come back. Like, this is gonna be like a sketch comedy show.
3: Although, although, if it's too absurd, we won't play it.
0: Yeah, there, there's... There is a line. To go, to go quote unquote behind the curtain, there was a voicemail I didn't play because it was just... It it made me uncomfortable. It made me want to lock my door.
1: Oh, I remember that. (laughs) Oh, what? Oh, was it? (laughs)
0: They know who they are and I'm editing that out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There,
3: actually, yes, I, I do remember there was a voicemail where we were, we, uh, I thought I had needed to take a cold shower after listening to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also have another voicemail which was a lot more enthusiastic. This guy, this guy's named Trent.
7: Hello, my name is, uh, Trent. Uh, this is basically for the Clone Saga Chronicles. Um anyway, basically just, uh, not the most devoted listener uh to this show but um i do I do listen to it you know pretty often because this was about the time that I got into uh you know the spider man comics so I was about i should think uh i don't know fourteen or so when these comics came out and you know I think this is a you know kind of a situation where the uh clone saga you know its um uh reputation kind of precedes it in uh, a lot of ways because it, you know Right, wrong, or indifferent, the perception that most people have is that smoke and mirrors, and players and pawns uh, kind of define the quality of every single Clone Saga story there is. And um, you know, uh, you guys are basically, you know, going through the entire uh, series, and you know, showing intentionally or not that that's really not actually the case. You know, there are uh, a whole lot of high points here, and I and I think really that's kind of what I admire the most. You know, and uh, and what you guys are up to is that you know you're um, taking you know probably the single biggest, you know, hot potato in Spider-Man's entire history. You know, one of the, you know, the biggest train wrecks in all of, you know, comics. And, you know, justifiably arguing that, you know, it's really not as bad as, you know, people make it out to be, you know. So that's really the, you know, the main reason that I'm listening to this, because, you know, it is a reminder that the, you know, the saga as a whole is really not as bad as, you know, people make it out to be. Now, I don't really think it's necessarily the you know a high watermark in you know spider-man's history or anything like that but you know for everything that it was and you know everything that it you know set out to do and everything that it wanted to be you know i think it really does get a um you know pretty bad rap and uh you know so really just appreciate you guys taking the time to talk about it so i just like to close by saying that there's really nothing wrong with this uh podcast that firing bertoni wouldn't fix so i'm kidding Anyway, uh, thanks a lot, guys. You take it easy. Bye.
3: Okay, thank you, Trent. Uh, first of all, um, I hey. love what you had to say because because a lot of it I agreed with. Hey, Trent.
1: So there.
0: <laughs> You didn't hear any of that, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> be happy
3: you didn't. Um, first of all, See, I'm crying. But, man. But one of the prod he, points he brought up is that we're exploring, obviously, a very controversial era of Spider-Man, and um, it's debatable. We're going to hit this debate up next episode. But if it's you know the current direction, um, the stuff that they did in this book, or in in, in the book that we're going to be reviewing next next episode. Some people might see it as out of character. I mean, Brittonia and I are going to debate. It'll be a great debate, the great debate of 2010. So, um, you know, when, when it comes to, like, smoke, people people talk about and when he references smoke and mirrors and players and bonds, um, which makes me believe you're – that's probably the episode you're on. I don't know. But the fact that you have that guy with glasses reviewing that particular story, or I believe oh, – Yes, um, and painting that as kind of the whole picture is the Clone Saga. Um, I'm sorry, that was a really bad story, um, and unfortunately, it's going to be a number Epic Book number three. <laughs> <Epic> <laughs> oh number no! It, no, it's epic, <laughs> epic Book number two. I'm sorry, it's going to be an Epic Book number two. Uh oh, no. cause I think it has it as the cover. Uh if you if you're if you're defining the clone saga based on that particular story arc or based off Maximum clonage, um those were two pretty big epic fails. But um honestly it's an era. And when I tell people like I described it in Bailey in the show with Bailey. Oh hey, you gotta uh, put
0: that when you get the chance. I already did. When? No, I yeah. didn't.
3: I, I appeared on episode 104, Michael Bailey's Views in the long box. And when I, one of the points I made the up... last episode
2: said, that was ever made of Views of the box.
3: That's <laughs> not in, in my discussion with him, I said, look, this is an era. It's not just... It's, it's, it's one big giant story, but it's an era at, at its core. And eras have dips and troughs in everything. So with it being an era... You're going to have the really crappy stories, and you're going to have the really good stories. Obviously, the high point of saga for a lot of people was ASM uh, 400. Um, you know,
2: yeah, I, I actually, I actually kind of like a Peter Parker 75, just for like the partly nostalgic factor and partly because it, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a good st- I mean, I mean that's the, that's the end though. So I, I don't want to say I like it because it, it ended the thing. I like it because I like it. <laughs> it, ended it. It's the end. <laughs>
3: But, uh, it, ended, it did end on a high note. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you there. But, um, I mean, so like I said, when you talk about it, it this is an era. With it being an era, you're going to have the dips and drops, you're going to have the really, I mean, the clunkers, like, I mean, I, I, we've talked about Maximum Collins up, up, down, sideways, even before we've gotten to it. Because it's so, it's so fail. Um. <laughs> but, I mean, these past few episodes have been pretty, pretty, pretty bad in terms of story quality. So, um, you know, just stay with us. I know, like, the guy, the iTunes reviews, you know, we're, we're really negative. If we're negative about it, imagine somebody that hates the cold Saga. I'd be glad we it don't, don't have George Berryman, Berryman on here. <laughs> although, although, I'm going to talk to Berryman, and if, I, if, if my idea pans out, it's going to be a lot of fun gonna be like Friday it's gonna be
0: the spidey.com version of Friday night fights
4: he's going to rip all of us to
2: shreds no we'll, we won't be left standing we're gonna cry <laughs>
0: like we're gonna be like crying and like you know some people are gonna commit suicide it's good it's yeah. gonna yeah. be really <laughs> ugly yeah anyway so um, if you guys want uh, George Berryman on the show email George Berryman <laughs> <laughs>
1: no <Do not laughs> yeah loose.
3: I wasn't. I wasn't talking about him having being on the show necessarily, but um, him doing something for spritecom Maybe I'm going to talk to him about it. So, um, anyway, so I mean, I do appreciate your your call, Trent. It really was heartfelt, and I really do appreciate it. So, thank you very, very much. Uh, continue to say, give us voicemails at 206-339-5570. That's two zero six three three nine five five seven zero. So I'll leave his voicemail there. And, uh, of course, we got the email, which nobody sent me in emails. Um, <laughs> what was that? That was that was me sticking my tongue. You made out. a poopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been around for 20 years long. But we're going to start with the reviews, finally. What the?
0: <laughs> How does that even make sense? What? You said that you'd made the poopy joke because you've been around me too long, and I'm like, how, <laughs> what, what's your thought process? It was, it was uh,
3: I was acting like a child.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's how you usually act, though.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now we're going to finally, after, after all that, we're going to get to the reviews. Alright, remember I told you at the beginning of the episode, we're reviewing Web of Spider-Man number 126. Amazing Spider-Man number 403, and adjective was Spider-Man number 60.
0: So, Bertone. The trial of Peter Parker has begun. Spider-Man, over in Web 126, he's searching for Kane. When Kane appears from nowhere in his Kane costume, not a Spider-Man costume, and mocks Peter for his supreme arrogance in thinking that he could find him, they <laughs> so they battle as Kane admits to the murders. He, I guess he has kind of come out and said that it was him before when he was giving the mark of Cain to Jacob Raven, but it's it's more in your face here that he's like, yes, I did it. He says that he says that his intention was to frame Ben Riley and not Peter Parker. Which, hey, uh, you you know the same fingerprints. That you, did you think that that plan was going to backfire? Well, speaking of all that murder stuff, this is called the trial of Peter Parker, so we do actually get the beginning of the trial of Peter Parker in here. In case this is your first uh, issue, we get some exposition from Ben via internal monologue. And so District Attorney Tower begins his opening statement, ripping in the Peter slash Ben. I say Peter slash Ben because you got to remember, during this trial, Ben is sitting in for Peter, but nobody knows it but MJ. And Felicia at this point, but Felicia's not in this story. Ben is convinced that Peter will find a way to clear them both. Spider-Man and Kane continue their battle. They're now in a dance studio, and Spidey wants to drag Kane into the courthouse to confess, but Kane is all too happy to see Riley get the death sentence. So Spider-Man gets his butt handed to him as he continues trying to protect the innocents in the dance studio and then the nearby office, because they're in a dance studio, then they're in an office, which is also in the dance studio. It's kind of weird. Raven is staked out near the courthouse, thinking that Kane might show up and make his move. He hears about a disturbance on the police scanner and heads towards it, signaling the waiting stunner in the process. They think that this might be Kane and, well, they're both after him. Raven radios Stunner, telling her that she has to stick to the plan if, if it's Kane involved in the ruckus. Stunner privately reveals via her thought balloons that her only plan is to make Kane pay for killing her dear Otto. Peter's attorney makes his opening argument, and we get some responsibility themes hammered into us about how it's the jury's responsibility to make sure they got the right man. You know, it's all good cop, bad cop with each of the lawyers thing. Kane, back to the Kane and Spider-Man fight. Kane attacks an innocent B-Cop, which gets Spider-Man mad, and Spider-Man just unleashes on him. I love all these Peter Parker gets mad stuff. That happens a lot this month. The fight moves to the streets where Stunner and Raven finally arrive. Stunner informs Raven... And Spider-Man that despite their protest, she intends to murder Kane for what he did to her, quote-unquote, dear Otto. Just then, someone teleports into the alleyway, like, dot dot dots. but we switch scenes. But I'm sure that you can all guess who that was.
1: Mm.
0: Peter slash Ben, it's actually Ben, but remember, he's Peter during this trial, is shocked when his defense attorney whispers in his ear that the whole spiel was an act. And he's like, wait a minute, you don't think that I'm innocent? And he's like, I don't care if you're innocent, I just gotta, you know, make people think that you are. And Ben's, you know, horrified that, you know, a lawyer could be so dishonest and everything. So the first <laughs> the first witness called to the stand is, dun-dun-dun, Mrs. Mary Jane Watson Parker. What? Du, 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 du. <laughs> Traveler shows up, yes, he was the one who teleported, and says that he has need of Spider-Man and Kane, so he teleports them away, which pretty much angers Stunner, and that's the end of Part 1.
3: Thank you, Bertoni. Thoughts on Part 1, gentlemen? Let's go with... Donovan
2: first. I'm basically some, something like, like a pro and a con. Uh, the pro, I kind of like how um, – I really like whenever it's time Spider-Man fights someone who's stronger than him, and he puts up a fight. And I think this is this is um, kind of done in the, in the last issue we'll talk about today. So, I mean, we all know Kane is stronger than him. He's He, he kind of outmatches Spider-Man. But Spider-Man puts up a fight. Spider-Man – they show Spider-Man is still strong enough to, like, you know, at least – Carry on a fight, and not just it's not just so one-sided. And a lot of times, I think it's e- the easy thing to do is oh, Spider-Man's an unlucky guy, so he gets beat up a lot. So I really like how that's played. Um, my con is that um, it's, I'm sorry if this is really sounds like space, but <laughs> my con is that it's like the, the whole trial stuff. Like um, my dad's a lawyer, and I've seen him um, I've seen him pontificate sometimes, and I watch a lot of Law and Order. So I might be a little biased, but this whole trial thing is done is written so pretentiously and so, like, by the books, like, law, like you can tell they're trying to sound, like, really intelligent, but, like, I don't know if it's the the the, the, the weird art or what, but it just seems so, like, half-hearted the way that, that they have all this, like, expositing and, you know, these people drawn to probably look like they're interested, but they're really drawn like they're not interested. And, yeah, this guy, you know, doing hand motions and, you know, jazz hands and everything. <laughs> <And I> guess, <laughs> yeah like on, like on page 16 he's like oh and um it's just it just kind of like kind of falls it kind of feels flat um also this guy is is he, is he supposed to be the same lawyer as the one that was done a few issues ago when uh Peter was first arrested because he doesn't look anything like him like he never have a, had a beard in his first uh uh appearance like I forgot his name but like um he looks completely different so there's, there's more of that non non uh communication between enters and stuff so I mean,
3: well, it's not the editors. I mean, because there was only one editor. Because remember, there's EIC, And Danny Oh, okay. It okay, was it know.
0: was the writers though that weren't communicating. That
3: that this was this was Todd Zango and,
0: um, this
3: was his
2: who I really like as, as a Spider-Man writer. No yeah, I liked him no about,
0: more. It, Terry uh,
3: this Yeah, Terry Kavanaugh <sharp inhale> left after twenty-five. Um, but this was also ter- Todd Zango's first time writing by himself. Remember, uh, at this point. The Zango was um, kind of under Tom DeFalco's wing. He did a lot of the scripting for um, for the for his spectacular title before Tom DeFalco took over as writer when DeFalco was still editor in chief. So now he's
2: full time writer. Okay, so he's like a tool of the mob and stuff like that. I got you. Um, Like the, the last thing I'll say is I, I I'm trying not to use a lot of foul language because I I think the last episode I kind of went overboard but the, the
0: last issue yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. no no not at all not at all
2: I don't think there at all <laughs> I, okay I'll I'll just I'll just end it with my, with my literal thoughts when I read the last page do Traveler again so this gets a straight C from me okay.
3: So we got to see from Donovan, Gerard, your thoughts on this on this issue.
5: Um, I I have about the same impression that Donovan had. Um, first of all, it was it, the, the, as far as good things. It was nice to see Kane get a little more characterization. I mean, obviously they're leading towards what's going to happen in the third part, which we'll get to. But uh, Kane, in this this arc in particular really seemed to spotlight Kane, finally. I mean, he'd been lurking around in the shadows a lot, and we saw a lot of him, but we didn't know a lot about him. And I feel like finally we're starting to get some things about his motivation and how he feels towards Peter and that, that kind of stuff, which I thought was actually kind of neat. And then, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, Don mentioned the thing with the or I'm sorry, it wasn't Don, it was uh, Bertoni mentioned in his rundown about the defense attorney and that little twist at the end about how he doesn't actually believe that Peter is innocent. For, I don't know why, but for some reason I was really interested in that. Because usually you get a lot of that cliché: "I'm the only one who believes you're innocent, and I'll stand with you, you know, the whole way, and all that stuff." And then this guy is just like this greasy. <laughs> oh wait, that's gonna get bleep. Um, this <laughs> guy, who's just like I'm not, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't believe in you that you're innocent, but I'm doing my job because I'm a I'm a weaselly lawyer, you know. That's also
0: a, that's also a cliche. I, I I can count like a million TV shows that have done the whole lawyer gives the spiel and then says, "Wait a minute, you don't actually believe me." But that's immoral! Yeah, that, that,
2: that's something I've seen before. But um, like, like it's, it's, it's you're either Matt Murdock or you're just a, a scumbag with, with fictional lawyers.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. And Matt Murdock is a scumbag. He's breaking so many many laws.
2: <laughs> but but as, as,
5: but as far as cons. Oh man, that artwork! Ooh, man, that was—it that was, was brutal. I mean, some some panels look, you know, decent, like some of the courtroom scenes at least. But man, he—this guy, Roy Burdine, I think is the name of the pen, where He draws one of the worst Spider-Man renditions I've ever seen. I mean, he just looks really grotesque. Like it looks like his bones are broken in half. The panels that he's in, <laughs> it look at him. I'm almost like, Ugh. This isn't Spider-Man. You he's, he's supposed to have like a fluidity to him. You know he's supposed to have, you know, smooth lines. You know John Romita Senior. Where, where the hell is that? You know it's, it's like,
2: like uh, it's like it's like he's trying to do Tom McFarlane but like completely missing missing the mark.
5: Yeah, this is this is definitely a, a relic of the '90s when you when you look at it that way because I mean it's it, you can tell just looking at it that the, you can place its time. But you know some of the panels didn't even have backgrounds, or I would even go so far as to say most of them didn't have backgrounds. There was that one page where they had like the floating head that was inside of a panel that had no... Ba- and like the whole bottom half of the page is just no background. It was really lazy and amateur stuff. stuff. Um, and one other big complaint I have, okay. Don, you said your dad's a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. See, so I'm going to consult you. You're going to be our legal expert temporarily.
2: Um, he's, down, he's downstairs. I can go get him on the show.
5: <laughs> yes. He- has,
0: he, has he read like this? Hell no. <laughs> we should have like the lawyer like
5: respond. What, what, what's the question? Can see. How is it legal? I thought it was illegal for to call a wife to testify against her husband. They were never married. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: this is one. This is one of the reasons
0: why why the Mephisto Recon makes sense.
2: One of the many reasons. You want me to? I can legitimately ask him.
0: Can you give me like, like two seconds I think that that's actually like um and an, like an urban myth that a husband can't testify against a wife somebody told me that but I could be wrong
5: well, there are situations in which I think it's true but I'm not sure it's kind of murky but i would really want to know because because just at the end of the scene it's like we're calling Mary Jane Watson Parker it's like go <laughs> uh, and I was waiting for there to be
0: like a thing about that in the next issue okay hold like, on Kim I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now.
2: I I can seriously ask him like like just I can just like go over the railing and like shout to him like for ten seconds.
0: Apparently, the answer is that it was de- that it depends on the circumstances.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I,
5: but I mean, I don't know. know. Anyway, the, as far as what I would give this, this issue, I think it was about a C minus. I think the art took it down a, a notch. I mean, it was an okay issue, but the art made it look like you know B team material. And that's that's not a good sign when you're supposed to be approaching the climax or the most the high point of the Clone Saga, which is you know Ben taking over. Uh, it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way, at least execution-wise. But it was about a C minus. It wasn't offensively bad, like the previous issue. Yeah, well, we have a
0: new team now.
2: For the next issue.
0: Oh,
5: yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: oh God,
4: Jason, uh, where to start? Uh, this, this sounds good. <laughs> this, just this whole arc is a mess, and I know that that this is probably slightly better than the other issues, like the amazing one. That's not saying much. Uh, I have problems with the art. I the trial scene is just. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing fails.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's some expert analysis right there. <laughs> That's why you listen to the Close
4: Iron Chronicles podcast. Powered by spidey Do the No, oh, well, it's, well, it's like you said, George. They don't even draw backgrounds in some of it. Uh, the, the I wonder how quickly Butler left, and if this was
0: like, and if this was a rush job.
5: Well, Butler does the next, the rest of the issues, right? Because there are only this is one twenty six, right?
4: Yeah, but there are
5: only three issues after this, and I think Butler draws all of them.
4: One thing I never understood is why Peter wasn't at his own trial. I know he wasn't guilty, but why didn't he have Ben go off and try to get stuff? Shouldn't he have been at his own trial? How I would they no have done good. the switch, though? They would have no. needed Traveler to do Juju Goo again.
2: I mean, besides, besides <laughs> Peter, Peter, like, the whole the whole thing is that since Peter has no idea what's going on and Ben sort of does, kind of, maybe, then Peter's the guy who's, like, going to find the answers. Then, uh, oh, I mean, sorry, it's, not, they, it's not his fault sw- to do it.
4: Because they switched in prison, didn't they? That's right.
2: Well, it's, they switched, like, like during the Yeah. This whole, this whole thing is so confusing! <laughs> ah!
4: Oh, i give this a D. This just wasn't...
1: What?
4: A,
3: <laughs> a straight D. So we got a C, a D, and a... What'd you have?
5: Sure. Uh, Donovan, right in, right in between, I gave it a C-. minus.
4: Would it make yeah. you feel better if I gave C, it a D-plus?
3: C, D-minus... <laughs> Or C, C, C minus D. Okay. C minus C, D. Okay. All right. Bertone, what are your thoughts?
0: I love the irony that it's uh, District Attorney Tower who's trying to basically give Peter the death sentence, because it was Tower all those years ago in uh, Marv Wolfman's run of Amazing Spider-Man that cleared Spider-Man of all those murder charges, where it was mm-hmm. like the first time in Spider-Man's history that he wasn't wanted by the police. So... and. There was some really like bad stuff in there, like Cain pushing Peter's head to the mirror and saying, "See, it's you. It's always been you." Like showing him the as if it's supposed to be some shocking revelation, but it's not. He's just like showing him a mirror and saying, "It's always been you." Just because you That's have like awesome. a just because you have a full shot of like somebody's face in a mirror and saying it's always been you, that doesn't mean that it's a shocking revelation. You're just saying words while someone's looking in the mirror. Okay. Some of the arts, I wonder if this was a rush job because, like, uh, page 17, not counting the ads, uh, if you're flipping through, like, look at the way that Peter's climbing on the bottom panel. I I wish that I can, like, show the listeners who don't have this in front of them, but how does that even make sense? What is he doing? Where's his – what is this? Where's his other leg? What's going on? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I wish you listeners can see this. He's, like, sinking. Let us be your eyes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like there's quicksand. Yeah, I was gonna mention the husband testifying against the wife thing, but apparently that that, that is an urban myth. Let me read the uh the next issue page, because it's so 90s. The trial of Peter Parker may be underway, but in Amazing Spider-Man 403, the trial of Spider-Man is just oh, beginning. And with Traveler as judge, Kane as defense attorney, and Carnage as prosecutor, you can be sure it ain't going to be a fair trial. And next month in Web Part 2 of the Ultimate Spidey-Kane clone storyline, Maximum Clonage. That's like a parody right there.
4: Don't think of that sounds yes. good. This this is a relic of the nineties that should stay buried in the nineties.
0: Oh, it's 90s! It, but like when they're when they're like Carnage's Carnage as prosecutor, it's like, okay, this is a parody, but no. That's actually gonna happen. Uh yeah, the art was a little messy. I guess we're they're now not even beating around the bush that this was Cain that did it. Although really, once he gave Jacob Raven the mark of Cain, that should have been our clue. This was, you know, Todd DeZego, he does better with the pointless stuff than Terry Kavanoff does, but the art brings it down for me, so I'm going to give this a C+. Okay,
3: wow. This is kind of, we're gradually getting better. I mean, part of me wants to give this just a B, just because.
0: Well, look at the art again, and look at page 17 again, and then, you know, the bottom was Spider-Man, and then decide that.
3: <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, so... <laughs> The artwork was pretty much fail. This was like trying to ape Tom McFarlane horribly. Um, <laughs> it, it was a lot of fail. But the, the, one of the things that I liked about this uh, is that we are getting a lot more about Kane. I just I, I kind of <sighs> wish that this this really looked like a brush job, and it showed for such a pivotal like story. A,
2: I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. This looked look like an artist who hadn't been in the game long enough to really reach professional level.
0: I think that he was given this at the last minute, so he had to
5: rush, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's the issue after uh, an anniversary issue, which is traditionally when you bring in somebody as a rush job to, to finish the issue, give a, give the regular guy a break because he just had to work extra hard, and then he comes back the next month. I mean, that, it, yeah, but it, 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 it is what you would expect it to be. I
3: mean, it, there were certain panels that were good, certain panels that were bad. Um, I'm trying to get to number 17. But I'm not <laughs> getting there. Anyway my problem with this book was we're finally it, it took two to come long to get to Kane. Now, um, this you know what I, I was reading about uh in Life of Riley while we're while I'm listening to you guys talk was that this they never actually talked about the suit that Kane wears. They never uh, how it actually was keeping him alive. Um they never talk about how the augmented powers occur, about how his powers are. They just make you assume, like we know because we've we've all read Life of Riley, but they never actually come out and spell it out. So, um, you know, I, so, I, the him. fact that this, yeah, this is this is really Kane. This is really what Mark of Cain should have been. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm yeah,
2: uh, I, I I totally feel you on that one. So you know,
3: I, I liked I liked that. Go ahead, Jar.
5: I was gonna say it's funny you should mention that because they had an argument on the crawl space the other day about Kane's suit, and I said I, I, I think it they explained it in issue in, in Spider-Man number sixty because I for some reason I remember when he you know he reveals himself finally I thought they were gonna explain that the suit did, and it wasn't there I was surprised I, I don't know why in my memory I thought that was the case but I guess not do they ever explain I, it later.
3: I, I want to say that they explained it when... I want to say they either explained a maximum Clonage or if they explained it that Jackal
0: explained, hey, this is what's killing every... You know, this is what will eventually kill you, but wait, I've got the cure. Could have been done in the Jackal Files as well where they, like, how give everyone's it? origin. Yeah, the Jackal Files
2: or... The Jackal
0: even, Files. Uh, which was this the one the, shot. How
2: the heck does that thing like, keep them... Cause I'm, I'm looking at it right now. like There's, like, spikes and, like, veiny webbing everywhere. I don't... Um, and whatever, science. science. It keeps him alive by science. All oh, right, all right, right, right. I forgot about <laughs> Don't you know? Don't
0: you know anything about science? <laughs> <laughs> science.
2: <laughs> My beloved mistress, science. I have a question, real quick. Um, these murders that Kane is admitting to and Ben's on trial for—like, I'm not getting this wrong. These are the the ones that took place in uh, lost years, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just just making sure because he's like yeah. he so proudly says, "Oh, I did that, uh, Spider-Man! Oh, I killed those people." But Ben's going to fry for it, and I'm thinking like I'm remembering back when he killed um, or, or should I not talk about that? Or is it really?
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about those those specifically when when we get to Lost Years. Okay, and then we'll talk. About, well, I mean, we'll briefly touch upon it because this is obviously an important part of the story. But in our look back, Lost Years had come out yet, so. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Actually, I, I think it started coming out, but like I think the first issue might be out or something.
3: No, I don't think so. Let me look. The artwork was fail. I like the fact that we're getting cane. Those are my two pro. That's my pro and my con. Uh, I'm going to give this a straight C plus. So we have two C pluses, a C minus, a C, and a D for this issue. Now to our next issue, which is Amazing Spider-Man number 403, it. written by
0: JMD Mateus so and Mark, uh, Mark Bagley on the artwork. I'm sad to say. Uh, Bertone. Look at this cover, by the way. You know, you got Carnage, and he's over this, like, wooden chair. And, okay, Vermin looks like a monster from the thriller video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thriller, thriller,
0: and, <laughs> and Edward isn't even Vermin in this, and you got Malcolm McBride as Carrion. Who, I
2: never touched those children. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's going to happen.
0: And, uh, yeah, Michael Mike, Malcolm McBride is Karin, which also isn't in this issue. Okay.
5: When we open up... By the way, Bertone, they are they do in the issue, remember? They transform right at the end. There.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. I lied. <laughs> I, 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 I blocked this horribleness out of my mind. First of all, speaking of blocking horribleness out of our mind, we somehow blocked out of our mind that Traveler was in the books these months because last month we're like, yeah, this is it for him for a while. No, but you
2: did that, and then you're like, oh, don't worry, we won't see him for a long, long, the very next amazing issue. I'm like, no!
0: <laughs> smoke, <laughs> smoke, teleportation, this can only be one person. Battle <laughs> the The, the
3: badge the bad metal band named character. It's like, Judas Traveler, come into your town
1: tomorrow
0: <laughs> with Chakra, 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 Chakra. That would
1: actually
0: be a
3: reference to um, what Michael Bailey said in Views from the Lawn Box number 104 with me.
0: Ladies so. and gentlemen, the host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, before I do my next rock song, I want to talk about the human psychology and the brain. Are you the person, or is the person you? Anyway, we open up, and it's it's really jarring because it's like you missed a scene, but they're in Ravencroft, and let me read to you Peter's little internal monologue because he's in full costume, and there's it's set up like a courtroom. Carnage? As a prosecutor? Dr. Kafka and John Jameson at the defense table with Kane? A jury composed of Shriek, Chameleon, and the other Ravencroft inmates? Sitting in judgment of Me? Lewis Carroll couldn't have dreamed up a more absurd scenario. Okay, first of all, i got to stop that right there. Don't pretend that this is some, like, really, you know, deep literary thing. Like, wow, it's just like a Lewis Carroll thing. No. No, it's not. Don't. Also,
2: Lewis Carroll actually had like, a, a sick fixation on pre girls, so it's nowhere near as that.
0: Yeah, we get some mumbo-jumbo from Traveler before the trial about, does Spider-Man create these monsters? <sighs> or do these monsters make Spider-Man exists? The human mind is an intric blah, 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 and Judas Traveler, you know? I don't really care, and neither should you. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, who was that guy that said that we're too negative? I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, I don't, you, I don't, I know you don't like the negative. So Kane, he doesn't like it either, so he attacks Traveler in anger, attempting to scar his face. Kane is surprised when... <laughs> his mark of Cain doesn't work, and then Traveler shows him his true power and tosses Cain around like a little baby doll. The trial begins, and Carnage calls himself to the stand, and boy, we don't know what we're in for. (laughs) Because we switch back to Mary Jane, who's beginning her testimony at the non-shenanigans trial. I'm going to call this the non-shenanigans trial, which is sad, because last issue we were talking about how weird that trial was, but with the one going on here for Spider-Man, the Peter Parker trial is relatively, you know, serious. She's being grilled on Peter's whereabouts, during the supposed murder the problem is at the time that these murders were happening this is during the events of craven's last hunt which was they're giving it the in story date of two years ago which was right after the honeymoon so you can kind of you know say in the timeline that peter and mary jane have been married for two years at this point so she can't reveal where he is because he was buried alive and they're not buying the bugle assignment explanation because the bugle didn't know where peter was at that time either so Mary Jane's testimony does very little to help Peter's case, and because she, she can't account for his whereabouts. So she leaves the witness stand feeling dejected and defeated. Kane gets another one of his, MJ's gonna die, flashes, while Carnage is literally cross-examining himself. And I don't mean he's talking to himself, I mean, he stands on the witness stand... Answers a the question, then jumps off of the witness stand into the middle of the courtroom, and then asks himself a question, and like jumps back and forth. It's it's
2: it's like it's like um um Dale Gribble in that one episode of King of the Hill. You
0: know, yeah. The same thing. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this actually happening? And then he's saying that Spider-Man is responsible for his murderous existence because he brought the symbiote to Earth and kane's like w- w- wait a second you were a killer before the symbiote came does the <laughs> name cletus cassidy the serial killer ring any bell and then the two get into the middle of a courtroom brawl as spider-man wonders if kane has some good in him Tra- traveler silences them and calls the former Korian malcolm mcbride to the stand jameson and Kafka, you know both do their concerned doctor thing oh no this is not going to be good for his treatment but we have no choice so Carnage grills Malcolm on what caused him to experiment with Warren's and virus and coaxed him into revealing – he eventually coaxes you know, McBride into revealing that it was due to a jealousy and rivalry with a certain other student. And they're like, and who was that student? And he's like, Peter Parker. And then Carnage unmasks Peter Parker and says, aha, uh-huh. Peter's realizing that obviously there's no way Carnage could have known all this information, so Traveler must be implanting these thoughts into the head. And then Carnage names a bunch of dead people who he blames on Peter, like uh, the Osborns and Gwen Stacy and, and he names a, and Aunt May. He names a bunch of people who are actually um, now alive in current continuity.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: in fact, here, let me see if I can get the names.
2: Uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy and her father, Ned Leeds, Norman Osborn and Harry Osborn. And the list goes on, Your Honor. And then Aunt May.
0: Yeah, and then – yeah. Which, so Carl, people. and of course, you know, like, he doesn't care about, you know, all these people. But well, once he mentions Aunt May, that causes Peter the loot. <laughs> yeah, that's getting beeped out, but, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. Peter flips out, breaks his change, and starts yelling at Traveler, you know, what is with you, you know, and your experiments, you know, stop it with this. The jury goes to pronounce their verdict, and the doctors are about to all say that he's innocent, but then the villains, you know, gag them, are like, guilty, guilty. Meanwhile, Stunner is still flipping out in the middle of the street because she's like, people don't just disappear. What's going on? And Raven's like, it's okay. I'm going to bring him the justice. And she's like, I don't care about justice. I just want my auto. And then Stunner fades away into like into nothing. And People Raven, just don't
2: disappear, huh?
0: And then Raven, yeah, that's what Raven's like. He's like, didn't she just say that people don't disappear? So Traveler says, okay, he's guilty. His execution. And then Carnage is the executor, which, by the way, you know, I don't think the prosecutor can be the executioner as well. That's like, you know, conflict right there.
1: No. so
0: Yeah. So Carnage, you know, he's all too happy to get ready to execute Peter. But then Kane runs to defend Peter. And not only is he defending Peter against these villains, but he's also defending him as a person. He's like, he's the greatest man who ever lived. He's super awesome. And he always, you know, defends himself. He's like a fanboy on the Internet or something. (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, Traveler decides that it's enough, and he teleports all the villains back to their cell. Kane collapses, do the strain, and Traveler's like, I'm done. This has proven to me that you're innocent because you must be pure if a killer such as Kane will defend you to the highest. My experiment, blah, 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 it's complete. Doopity, doopity, mumbo-jumbo, who cares?
2: That's and actually t- dialogue, folks.
0: this is actually J.M.D. Mateus' dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Doopity doopity. And they are teleported back into the streets, which Stunner, apparently, who disappeared, she's now appeared again, and she's like, hey, Kane's back! So she starts to attack him. And Peter's like, no, I need him! Carnage is writing on the walls in his cell, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, over and over again, and Tarbo's like, oh yeah, yeah, this isn't going to do at all. So he wipes uh, Carnage's mind of the knowledge that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Which we're never gonna see any mind wipes good. Recur- no, no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going totally down that <laughs> easy road. Joke. Easy <laughs> joke. Easy joke, joke. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the end of the second part of the trial of Peter Parker.
3: Thank you for that interesting desposition. <laughs> Deposition.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we should not call these recaps, we should call these, like, you know, testimonies.
2: Now I would like to call this stand. Donovan. What do you think? Well, your honor? I'm just a simple, you know, country comic book fan, and uh, so you know, sir, there's, no more say, con- there's, there's nobody
3: more country than me, sir. Uh,
2: my know. apologies, Joe. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of this. Okay,
5: I actually he's back in a white like curl. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I'm trying to hold in my laughter so hard for that part. Um,
2: I, I know I said like a few minutes ago that I was trying to. To hold back my true feelings and, uh, I don't want to yell too loud because I think my mom's right outside my door, but this was, this was horrible. And and, and even, even still, I kind of defended JMD Mateus from Jason and Zach's rampage last time because him and Bagley are such Spider-Man heroes and they, uh, surely they cannot commit any sins, right? Well, no! This is horrible! This is, this is... Okay, I'll, I'll try to calm down. <laughs> okay, seriously, like, we, we said at the beginning how this is, like, the stupidest thing ever. You can't compare it to the domain of Lewis Carroll. Like, if you use your basic human intelligence, why would Traveler, who is on, who feigns interest in Peter Parker, give him a nowhere situation just to, like, tickle his, you know, his... his <laughs> I mean, seriously, it makes no sense. Why would you possibly, like, put on the stupid thing where everybody would, like... Like, 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 I'm serious. Like, why would you give Big Carnage, like the prosecutor, unmask Peter, and say, oh, here's your execution now. You know, everybody will kill you now. It's just, like, I hate it. I really hate it. Every time I see traveler's face, I want to, like, like light my, my laptop on fire because that's what the comic's on. And it's like, D.O. does good stuff with the, uh, with the one actual, like, non-stupid uh, trial scene. Like, I really like the fact that he references Kramer's last hunt and gives it a date and everything so you find out that Peter and MJ have been two year, two, uh, married for two years and um, I, I mean, Bagley does good stuff as well but even Bagley, I gotta call um, a criticism on because um, oh, I actually, I actually did like Kane giving uh, Carnage the, the mark of Kane because I thought that, that, that one scene was kind of funny but like, he draws uh, Malcolm McBride a lot like his how he draws Peter Parker and I thought that it was kind of like a, uncharacteristic for Bagley to draw people the, alike I think that he probably just didn't care because nobody cares. This is stupid. This is awful. Why would you give this this whole Batman rip off of? Oh, does he make the villains, or do the villains make him? Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely like? How many villains are there out of sure. the all I'm just gonna give this a D plus. I don't. I don't want to go any further, or I'll, or I'll sound crazy.
3: You're, you're you're dismissed from the stand. Gerard, dragging and screaming. Permission to treat the witness as hostile. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, you are now on the... uh, I call you my next witness, just Gerard. Yeah, whatever.
5: Okay, quick history lesson for people. Um, I probably mentioned this on a previous podcast, but my first... The second comic book I ever bought and the first Spider-Man issue I ever bought was Amazing Spider-Man 383, which was the first part of Trial by Jury. Does anybody remember what the plot of Trial by Jury is? It was basically... Trial by a jury? (laughs) No. It, the, mm-hmm. That group, that superpowered guys, the jury, they captured Spider Man and they were putting him on trial for creating all of these villains and arguing that these villains wouldn't exist without Spider Man. Does that sound kind of familiar? Yeah, I mean, but that was not...
0: so long ago.
5: That was that was seven what twenty issue twenty issues earlier. So that's less than two. That years. was also by a different writer. Uh, I was I was afraid you were going to say that was by G Butters. No, that was no. by David Michelini. But still. Damn, I mean, like, that's twice within two years. They basically rehashed the same plot. And it's funny, because it was drawn by the same artist, and there's of course, similarities, but whatever. Um, but that aside, I actually really like the artwork in this story, as usual, because it's Bagley and he's awesome. And um, th- th- there are kind of, again, with Kane, like we saw in the previous, they're, they're building, you can tell that they're building towards something huge happening soon with the character, and I appreciate that, because I don't... I. I I think like all of us, I grew pretty tired of the Lurking in the Shadows game after about, I don't know, the second time we saw him doing that. So it's nice to see him doing something else. But, oh, man, Judas Traveler. I mean, do I have to say anything other than just saying his name? I mean, we already know we have all the arguments. This guy is not a Spider-Man villain. Well, why is all the psychological mumbo-jumbo BS in this story? I mean, like, they took away from a reasonably compelling story in and of itself, which is happening in the uh, non-absurd courtroom that's going on with the real trial of Peter Parker. It's just muck it up with all this other nonsense happening on the side, which is like the majority of the issue. It just completely ruins it. I mean, just completely ruins it. This is dopey nonsense. I understand that Dean Mateus likes to, ooh, he likes to explore the psychological side of characters and all that sort of stuff, but it does not work here. Fail. D. I'm giving it a D. <laughs> Only because Mark Bagley's artwork. If it was if this issue was drawn by anybody other than Bagley, I probably would have given it an F.
3: You're dismissed, sir. Bertoni, you're on the stand.
0: I'm gonna go with uh, Donovan's testimony. This feels like a Batman story, but not even like a good Batman story, you know, just one of those like eh, Batman stories. Yeah. And yeah, Traveler, like, this is like a completely no-win situation. Like, hey, we're going to take a bunch of people who hate you and who want to kill you, and they're going to decide, you know, uh, if you get to live or die. <laughs> and you have to, and, and the prosecutors, you know, this mass murderer who wants to kill you. That's, mm, the art was good, but I, this was just, this was not needed. Like, this whole trial of Peter Parker thing... It could have been like these three parts that we're discussing today could have been done in one part with just Peter and Cain fighting, and then Stunner and Raven being there, and then at the end Peter does what he does in the next part, you know, which is what you'll see in the next part. Like this whole middle chapter, um, you know, Travel. There's no point to this Traveler, you know. He's still studying Peter, and then you know we have that that one guy who's that guy that takes the notes all the time. I don't remember. There's like Medea. There's uh, Mister Knott. Yeah, Mr. Knock. He's like taking notes silently in the background while all these fights going on. It's really weird. <laughs> and
1: right.
0: he writes very detailed notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like writing, Kane flipped out, killed Karnan. Uh, he's like, all right, Mr. Knock, let me see. You've just been drawing bunnies and ponies this whole time. <laughs> that, that, that's all you've been drawing the last... Where are your copious notes? A robot oh.
2: could have <laughs>
0: Have you, you guys ever watched The Office? They did that in, like, an episode, like, Pam's supposed to be taking notes during their, like, beach episode, and, like, she's just doodling arts the whole time.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was... I'm not a fan, as you can tell by my, by my you know, recaps, of the Traveler mumbo-jumbo stuff, and this was a whole issue of it. just just wasn't necessary. The scale is off. If you look at the last page when Stunner's attacking Kane, she's like, three times his size, and I know that Stunner's supposed to be a relatively large woman, but, but look at that page where Stunner's attacking Kane. Like,
2: uh,
0: and her legs are stretched out. Imagine if she was standing upright. She'd be, like, almost three
2: times his size. She's she's large, but she's not that large. Uh, I, I, I to disagree because I think, yeah, she's big. I Objection. Think I, I, <laughs> permission to object to the witness's testimony. Denied. Sure. Oh, granted. Sorry. <laughs> what are you, the bailiff? <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just, I just, I just disagree. I, th- I think that um, this is kangaroo right
0: here. A trick
2: of the eye, kind of thing. Uh
0: if anything, it, she looks smaller because of the way she's stretching her legs. But no, I don't know about trick of the eye because, like, she's even holding him like far. But, but, <laughs> I'm sorry. Got you, you murdering maggot. It's alliteration. Yeah, this wasn't neat, and, you know, could – correct me if I'm wrong, but Traveller didn't even say anything like, oh, by the way, I'm going to mind wipe these people. Did, did he say that to Peter? I, I, I'm reading it again right now, and because I, I don't remember him uh, saying that. So shouldn't Peter be worried about this, or is he just assuming that Traveller is going to, you know, do this?
5: That's a good point. I don't, he, think, I don't think Peter actually knows what's happening. And
0: he's returning Carnage to his cell, but – Carnage has the symbiote while he's in his cell, and he's using it. You know, like, isn't he supposed to get some kind of controlled room? Or, <sighs> you know, we're back at Ravencroft again. It's been dumb. We're back at the hole. You know, does he make them or do the? It's we're just retreading old ground, and we're buying time. The Bagley art's nice. Demateus you know, you're great, but I'm tired of Traveler. I'm tired of Traveler going, you know, talking about the villains and Peter and Ravencroft and hiding behind ooh, this is a literary classic like Lewis Carroll. It's um I I'm I'm sorry. I'm I- I'm giving this a C. I was butting it up after that,
2: that. Ladies and that, that, <laughs> gentlemen, the highest rate. Well I
0: I, <laughs> I I don't have a heart to give it a bad grade because of Bagley's art and like, you know, I'm trying to be more positive, but <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you know, you have to decide if this is good or bad, but I say a C. Exhibit A, <laughs> the trial of Spider-Man, say no more. Exhibit B, ah, uh, never mind. Uh, I, I've permission to be dismissed, Your Honor. Your Your permission granted.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the most jacked-up courtroom ever we <laughs>
2: Uh, 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 Your permission granted.
3: We got okay. Let's re- let's recap. We got on the on the last issue. We've got uh, C minus, two C minuses, a C and a D issue. Jason, what'd you give it?
4: You didn't ask me, me. You <laughs> didn't <laughs> let me talk about this issue yet.
0: I like no. to call him my surprise witness.
4: <laughs> Berserk Fury eight one nine.
0: What? Dun, dun,
1: dun.
4: First of all, let me start by saying this thing made no freaking sense. Carnage, what? Why does? Ah, God, where to begin? Okay, why Carnage? Let's, I don't know. Why? Why? Okay, he just all of a sudden, you know, re-materials underneath the, you know, Ravencroft where the courtroom is, and Judas Traveler is judged with. Why, why is Judas Traveler even working with Carnage? Why? For the and then, you know... And then, oh,
3: because because we the last time we saw, the first time we saw Judas Traveler, uh, Carnage appeared, so it's, like, symmetrical.
4: And he's just, Travelers, like, brainwashing these people for, I don't know why, I don't even know why Peter's actually on trial with Carnage and, you know, 1970s porn star Judas Traveler. Huh. And, then, you know, back in real court, I mean, the only, like, the one part of this book that I, that I kind of liked was the continuity nod to Craven's Last Hunt when Mary Jane is called up to stand, and she can't say anything because two years ago Peter was, you know, buried in, in the ground for two weeks. Yeah, so uh, God, I like I, I remember last time I think I said I don't have it in in me to give D, Mateus and Bagley an F, but this is pushing it. I'm going to give this a D-minus B- minus because no, this was that's this was a ho- this was horrible. This was awful. I don't even know what I'm reading. It. The, this
3: the point. judge says it's an F, so it's an F. It's not D minus <laughs> minus. It's an F. This was awful. The, the, the ju- jury has ruled it's an F. Okay. Speaking of the judge, no, we're not the jury. I've ruled. This is I'm the lou- judge. What lou- you think?
1: Again,
2: I pictured <laughs> <I'm laughs> <the laughs> him in a wig now.
3: <laughs> I am the judge, the jury, the executioner. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of the judge, jury and executioner, I'm also the host, so I make the rules.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> judge Spidey Dude. Yes, exactly. Dun, 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 dun,
3: dun. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, this issue number one pro, the one pro, the artwork. The one pro. The con, everything else. <laughs> the storyline makes no makes no sense. Why is Carnage here? Kane, um, yeah, Cain's just there. Uh, Peter, um, why didn't he rip out of the... Supposedly he's sedated, but he's not that sedated because he breaks out of the chains. Judas Traveler doing his juju magic. Um, it's all sorts of fail. Um, Carnage r- 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 knows that he's Peter Parker and then doesn't. Um,
2: well, at least they explained that, that, that. Yeah, mind wipe is on. Like he just forgets or anything.
3: So I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's all sorts of fail. So I'm gonna give this a big fat stinking D. The F. The only thing that saves it is the artwork. If it had the artwork from the previous issue and this issue, it would have been a straight stinking F. But it's got a D. So, okay, we got a D plus, a D minus, or no, I'm sorry, D plus D, uh, an F, and an F and a C. He gave a D minus minus. That's that's a cop-out. So it's it's, it's, fine. D minus, D, D plus, C, and an F. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Nobody gave an F. Nobody gave an F. So, okay, two Ds, a D plus, a D minus, and a C. So, okay, moving on. Donovan, you're going to, I call you up to give the testimony of Peter Parker, or I'm sorry, adjective of Spider-Man number 60, the face
2: of Kane. Trial of Peter Parker, part three or four. How does it feel to be so close to death, Cain? Uh, That's being asked by Stunner, as Cain is, you know, putting him in a chokehold while Spider-Man is trying to save his life. Kane's still weak from the last issue, and Stunner is, you know, you know kicking the crap out of him, and... This first part of his issue is pretty much Spider-Man trying to stop Stern from killing Kane for killing Oct- Octavia Stark. So, a lot of that is going on. They kind of they kind of rumble until they hit into like a construction building or an abandoned warehouse. You know, your typical building that just falls apart whenever you want it. So, everybody's like, "Whoa, watch out!" And Kane actually pulls Spider-Man away because Spider-Man tries to save Stern, and Kane saves both his and her, his life. Both guys' life, Spider-Man's like, hey, there she is. He sees her leg popping out, but she mysteriously disappears. She's gone, but where? And then, then Spider-Man's like, his tension turns to Kane and says, you know, you're coming with me. we got to save Ben and clear this up. Kane is like, you know, I hate Riley. He's going to fry for what I did, and you're not going to be able to stop him. And, and you couldn't stop me if you wanted to. Spider-Man's like, yeah, you're probably right. I don't stand a chance. On the other hand, and then with that other hand, he knocks sucker punches him out. And a silent panel of him webbing Kane away as they go to the trial. Uh, District Attorney Tower is um, basically pontificating against uh, who they think is Peter Parker, but actually Ben, and basically you know just really dragging through the mud saying he should you know get the maximum penalty, the death the death sentence, blah blah blah, fire and brimstone. As as we go back to the, the steps of the trial, Spider Man is just about to turn Kane in and you know unmask, no 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 not unmask at that point, but kind of figure out the truth. Kane wakes up, breaks down. They start fighting again. They break through the do- the doors, and the people in the, in the the Peter Parker trial are being alerted. So they're like, you know, we should we should clear, clear the trial and have it have it dismissed. They Spider-Man and Kane kind of fight for a while, and they finally stop. Where Kane's like, you know, you know the truth. You know, look into your, look into my eyes, all that kind of cliche and stuff. <laughs> and then as as he slowly takes off his mask, he reveals that Sacre bleu, he was the very first Peter Parker clone. And uh, he has like half of his face. The, life, the left side of his face is clone, de- clone degenerated. And he basically says that this is the reason why he hates Riley because he was given a perfect clone life and he wasn't. Not, he was not. So he'll do anything to protect Peter's life and do anything to, to, to ruin Ben's life. Peter's like, uh, you know, that, that's pretty bad and but we can't ruin P- Ben's life. I, he's a good man. I know that. I see that now. So. If you're not going to tell the truth, I am. So Peter is ready to go to the courtroom, unmasked, and tell everybody everything just to save Ben, which I think is pretty cool. So as he as is on the way, Kane is literally like, like – like it's like a cartoon. He literally like yanks on his costume like, well, please, please don't. Please don't do this. And, and as um he kicks down the door, Mary Jane, Jacob Raven, and, and Ben all uh, look and say, what's going to happen? And as Peter reaches to his mask to yank it off, Kane like, stop, enough. And he confesses and, you know, proves proves that he was a real killer by doing the, uh, the Mark of Cain, not on Tower's face, but on a, a table. So we can see Cain is becoming slightly less uh, maniacal. As the issue ends, Cain's um, like, you know, well, I confess, but doesn't mean I'm not going to kill Ben Riley and carry out as an execution. And this will be concluded in Specs Spidey 226.
3: The first person I shall call up shall be... Jason, because I skipped him last time.
0: Uh, do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth? So help you God.
1: Huh.
0: Maybe. Uh, <laughs> put okay. your put, put your right hand over this. Over the...
2: Just
0: I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like what comic would be the Bible? Amazing Fantasy 15. Uh,
3: Action Comics number
2: one. One more oh. day, haha!
4: I was thinking about that. Screw you, Don. Uh, <laughs> at, at least the trial's over, I think. The trial's over, right? You I don't them. know. I seriously don't know. This whole thing's confusing the hell out of me. Uh, um, well, let me flip to the to the beginning of. of uh, I think it's over. If it's over. That's a good thing. Oh, um, well, I guess yes, it gets...
3: yes. The, it does into the very end of the issue. Yes.
4: Okay, the trial is over. Peter's not guilty, and uh, Kane isn't getting out of him by a 12-year-old. So this automatically makes this issue better than the last issue. So I'll give it a C, because, well, I guess it's not technically over, because next week is part four, but that's going to be a different podcast. So I give this a C. It, it wasn't great. It was better than the last two, which isn't saying a lot. That's all I got. Curse you, okay. carnage, and you just traveler.
1: <laughs> okay, so, uh...
4: What's your, what's your grade? C. All right,
3: C. Okay, the next person I call up. You're dismissed, sir.
5: Will be Gerard. Gerard? Uh, I'm right about where Jason is on this issue. I think it was all right, actually. Probably actually the... Best of the three, which is a little weird for me to say, because I usually hate on this series a lot. Um, the whole reveal with Kane—I mean, even the, it, it, it does carry impact with it. I mean, I remember reading that for the first time, be like, I mean, obviously, there were, <laughs> clues. there were clues that led up to it, and, and you know that kind of stuff. As Bertone has sort of sarcastically pointed them out as we went. Objection,
0: <laughs> Your Honor. Those weren't clues. Those were it hit you over the head. Like I wouldn't even call them clues. I'd call them like what do you call something when it's right in front of you?
3: Well, wait, but you didn't know that before. Yeah, I'm sorry. Vague Easter eggs. Until (laughs) you read this issue, you hadn't. You, I mean, nobody. I mean, they were kind of vague. They were vague. I'm sorry. You have you have
5: the beauty of retrospect and hindsight. Objection,
0: Your Honor. That is not vague at all.
5: Okay, anyway. (laughs) That objection is vague. Um, but, this, is, this is like
2: Phoenix Wright attorney turning law. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: another thing that I liked is that it actually does close several plot threads. I know that the, the clone Tog has a dogged history of, of dragging their feet on things and stretching. But finally, you, you wrap up the Kane story. You wrap up the murder plot line with Jay Raven. You know, you have some sort of climax between finding out what Kane's motivation is for stalking them this whole time. And, you know, there's a couple of things like that, that they finally get out of the way, which is great. <laughs> finally, we're moving on, right? Right. And, uh, you know, for once, I actually kind of like Tom Lyle's art. It was pretty decent and maybe even borderline kind of good. <laughs> I know that's kind, of, kind of a lukewarm thing, but, you know, it's hard for me to praise Tom Lyle. It really is. He, he did a good job. <laughs> Drawing the courtroom scenes, I know, I know, I get on him a lot because he draws buildings like crap, and sometimes they're not even in perspective, which he does in this issue too. But I was able to ignore it because most of it happens in the courtroom, and it actually looks like a courtroom. It's amazing. Um, On the other hand, I do have to take one swipe at him. He, He draws Stunner to look like Rapunzel. Did you notice that? Her hair is like swinging around, like wrapping around her legs. It's like nine feet long. It's like what? What? Yeah. Not consistent at all with how she's previously been drawn or even how he's previously drawn her it was really Don't weird has that much here. um spite the whole thing at the beginning where spider-man captures kane has got to be one of the dumbest things i've ever seen i mean basically kane turns around starts walking down the street like i'm not even kidding look at that panel he's just like oh well this fight's over and he's turning around and walking down the street like some regular guy <laughs> then spider-man comes spider-man comes up behind him and he's like you gotta come with me and kane's like nope so spider-man's like yeah, you know what? Then again, he starts from bam and just smacks him in the face. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that that that's like a you know three Stooges level stuff where we're like, you'll distract him and like, hey, look over there, what? And then you just slap him in the face or something. <laughs> and then actually,
1: and actually Ooh, not.
5: And then stutter too,
0: like I'm not done talking. Whack.
5: I, Why like- not, Zoidberg? <laughs> <laughs> It was ridiculous that they just had that whole thing, and then in one he just one punches him and then throws him over his shoulder or whatever. I'm like, what? Why didn't he just do that the whole time then? That doesn't make any sense. And but and then of course that cliffhanger, so stupid. It 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 feels like reading it, like if it ended like the pre, it, it felt like Maggie wrote a 21 page story, and then was like, I was supposed to write a different finale, so I'll just change the you know I'll write this extra page here. It'll have no flow whatsoever with any of the other twenty-one pages, but it'll totally bring bring the issue to a close, right? It, it was a really dumb cliffhanger. But, I like uh, the cliffhanger. I, I, no, because it, it was like this whole thing where they're like, "All right, you know what? Here's the evidence you need." And you know, you know, Peter Parker's clear. And everybody's just sort of reacting. It's like, "Oh, thank God!" You know, Amen. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, let's all arrest him. He's like, "But now I'm gonna kill Riley." You know, kill him anyway. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> That was just a, a really. It was. I mean, sometimes when twists come out of nowhere, it's really entertaining. You're like, that makes sense. Why didn't I see that coming? That's really. That's really cool and, and interesting and unexpected. And then something like this, was just so dumb. I mean, I could understand if if like that was Kane's thing the whole time, but then he just. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Um, but, so overall, I think I would give this one a C. It was okay. I mean, th- there were some actually excellent things about it, and then but then there were some things that were just dumb. Um, okay. A, cu- a couple of little things if I can, can I point out that, that I just found kind of strange that I think are mistakes, and I don't really know what the deal is. One of the pages, I don't have I don't, I to count back on the page, it's one of the last ones. Um, so, it's the last one. It, it's,
3: it's yeah, a, I know what you're talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll mention me that. Too, me first. too, <laughs> I'm a, I'm,
5: let me too. Let me mention that, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you can you can edit me screaming that out right now. And then um a couple of times Kane actually openly refers to he calls out like Spider Man and Riley. I'm like, wait, what? And the nobody in the corner noticed <laughs> that or think that was strange. That was very yeah. odd. Awesome. Why on earth would it be? <laughs> but anyway, I'll leave that other thing to Zach. I think we all know what I'm talking about here. I'm actually okay. at a loss. But the oh, little, <laughs> Oh, he has blonde hair for like a full page. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay, Donovan, your your turn. First of all, I throw myself at the mercy of the court uh, for my insane rampage. I have been given my tranquilizers, and you won't be hearing much of that in the future. Uh, Second, I kind of, like, Gerard hit on a lot of points that I was going to say. I actually really enjoyed uh, Tom Lyle's art in this issue. I thought all across the board he did. He, outdid, he, out, uh, he outshone himself. Okay. Um, I thought the action scenes were pretty good. I thought Spider-Man looked pretty cool. Um, I don't think it looked as stiff as it, as it has been. And um, I really liked... Uh, I, I, like, I like... I think... If you have told me last month that I would have graded an ASM issue by demetase and Backley lower than uh, uh, an adjective list done by Mackie and Lyle, I would have... I would have said, you're lying, but... Uh, this one, I thoroughly enjoyed. I really did enjoy this issue. I liked it all across the board. Um, I actually like how Spider-Man just, like, sucker punches Kane and, and uh, swings away. In that and I actually kind of think that's... It kind of does seem stupid but uh, on one end, but the way it's drawn, I think, the way the storytelling is, I think that's kind of cool because Kane's supposed to be this, this ultra-badass and whatever. But Spider-Man is still a guy who, you know, the guy can, like, press, like, 15 times. I mean, he's, he's not some pushover, and I appreciate... When it's acknowledged, you know, like realistically, don't 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 mess with Spider-Man because he can like, you know, he can he can knock you out. And um, I thought that uh,
3: he can beat you were, around like he you, know, he you owe him money.
2: Like You're a – I <laughs> I thought that uh, the reveal for Kane uh, – I mean, I wasn't. I don't think it was bad. I, I thought that it was it was it was okay. I, I thought the it was interesting. Especially now that, like, you're right, it, it's, it's it's all that nonsensical uh, subplot. And I like, I kind of find it funny how Peter's, like, you know, going to save Ben's life. After, it was such a, a shift from when he first met uh, Ben, and he's, like, calling him Riley, and he was calling him Parker. And then you have an, an ASM 400 when they have that thing where he's like, well, if you need any help, just let me know. He's like, no, you're never going to see me again. And now Peter's going to, like, like, possibly ruin his life for Ben's sake. I really like that, uh... That uh, character growth, I really, really like that. And, um, and, and only gets, I think only gets better from here with their, uh, with their relationship. Um, I, th- mm-hmm?
3: I think a pivotal moments when, when he decides to switch places. I think that, uh, sure, that he really does
2: care. I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, I also like how, uh, <laughs> okay, the ending is kind of dumb because, he, like, he gets, you know, not not so fast i do admit that I killed those people but ah, right, 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 I just jumped at <laughs> but that i don't even, I don't even think that's a twist that's more of like a uh, we need there's a lot of issues in Spider-man where you can tell they just need action and they don't want to tell a straight story they just want to have people uh punch and fight and stuff I think this is an example of it where the punchy they, you know, punchy, punchy
3: punchy punch run run
2: punchy punchy. yeah I, I don't want to say that because it's copyrighted uh t- copyright 2010 to DJ but I, yeah, I thought that um, that was like pretty much. Oh, we need something to give the readers a heart attack, so let's have them attack uh, Ben. Despite the fact that it's not like Ben's handcuffed or anything, but yeah, you know, like this issue, I really, I really liked it. I really liked the whole. This is another issue that I felt was that wasn't bogged down by any subplot, Judas traveler, um, you know, bullcrap. So I'm giving this a B. Okay.
3: Got a B, got a C. Jason, what'd you give it?
0: A uh, C. C, C, B. Bertone. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we as human beings like mm-hmm. a little thing called logic. Logic help brings order to our lives. It gives us reason for doing things. Cain's actions within this book do not represent what we would call logic.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Exhibit A, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Cain... <laughs> Why does Cain want Riley to die and for Peter to live? He wants Peter to be able to live this life that Peter built for himself. You know He keeps on going on about how Peter has a life and a, ch- a wife and an unborn child, and he has this whole life that he built for himself now. If Peter Parker as a person, even if it's been Riley in his place, is put to death, don't you think that that seriously would screw up things for this person who's trying to protect Peter Parker? Because, hey, isn't he going to have to hide out, change his name, or, you know, get plastic surgery? If he publicly kills Ben Riley, who everyone thinks is Peter Parker in the middle of the courtroom, wouldn't that have ramifications for Peter Parker showing up at the Daily Bugle the next day, or, you know, showing up to a doctor's appointment with his pregnant wife? (laughs) Like, Kane's whole plan here, I want to protect Peter Parker so Peter Parker can live his life. Uh, what? No, but – By killing him.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but, but,
0: but by, by making sure that he cannot use the name Peter Parker ever again and that he can never see his friends or family ever again. It's – ladies and gentlemen of the jury, logic cannot be found in Kane's plan. Now, on to other matters. The reveal of Kane – now, obviously we're a bit colored by this because we we knew who Kane was going in. We're not new readers, but I do think that if this was a new story being released now, then yeah, a bunch of us would have figured out based on all the stuff that Kane was a Peter Parker clone. As they were saying with the whole punchy-punchy, it was. I wouldn't say it's punchy-punchy run-run. It's punchy-punchy stop and talk. Okay, cool. Punchy-punchy stop and talk. And, like, they forget that they're there and fighting. Like, it's like, Stunner, you can't kill him. Punch, punch. Okay, Kane, now let's talk. Oh, wait, Stunner's still there and she wants to kill you. And she, like, literally says, did you guys forget about me? And then he's fighting Kane And, like, it's this really urgent fight. And then they stop to tell his origin story, which, yeah, that was necessary. But it's like they weren't even fighting, you know. And I do like how he just punches Kane and knocks him out and <laughs> takes him to the trial. All in all, though, this whole thing... These three issues that we discussed, this could have been just one issue. With Peter looking for Cain, him and Kane fighting. Meanwhile, we see the trial of Peter Parker going on in between the panels to split the story up. Stunner and Raven are doing their thing. Then they bring Kane in and they do what just happened. We didn't need any of this other stuff. This could have all been done in one story. Still, Lyle's art wasn't that bad. I do like the unmasked Kane. We don't actually get in the Clone Saga and since then. A lot of unmasked Kane stuff, I mean, yeah, we get it now, that's true, in the new books, but... With the beard. But yeah. No, the beard. Rob Zombie. Rob
3: Zombie. Yeah. You should, play, you should play Kane in a clone saga.
0: Yeah, I like, uh, I, I, I like the way that Tom Lyle drew Kane on the mask, you know, he does kind of look like Peter, and you you can kind of see how they would be clones, and he kind of has the whole Phantom of the Opera, half of your face is melted thing going on. Howard Mackey didn't totally suck on this, you know, it... Huh. You no, know, it's it, it wasn't a bad story. This this whole thing, this should have been what the trial of Peter Parker was, not what happened in the first two parts. So I'm going to give it a B. I rest my case. Okay.
1: Um, okay.
3: Okay. So I'm going to give this a B as well. I'm going to be in agreement with the rest of the panel. I love the artwork. The artwork really gets an A for me. I I felt it was particularly strong. Um, Probably Tom Lyle's strongest artwork as of yet. It's not his last artwork yet, though. So I I really, I really like this issue. The art, the writing was pretty solid. There was a couple of stupid parts, like why does Thunder mysteriously disappear all the time? Oh wait, we don't get that till years later. Um, Because we don't. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, they don't actually address that until when they bring back Doc Ock. Um, I think this is, like, outside of virtual reality world, this is, like, one of the last times we see Stunner until the return of Doc Ock.
0: We say that. She's going to show
3: up I
2: was next just month. the last month.
3: time we said that. She might show up in the next issue, but her, her purpose has really been served. Um, so I don't think – I mean, outside the virtual virtual reality world, um, we'll see her. We might see her when Lady Ock shows up. But anyway, what I've liked about this book is that we finally get the face of Cain. We finally get answers. This is where everything starts to really kind of draw to, together. Um, Gerard made this pretty clear uh, – made this clear earlier. This is really kind of the beginning of the end of the first act of the Clone Saga. Things are starting to wrap up. Um, we still got an, another two episodes before we really get the, the final... This is like starting to get to the climax of the first part of the Clone Saga. And um, everything's starting to build. Momentum is starting to gather and everything like that. So um, really, I, I didn't particularly mind the final page and the final splash, so I'm not too particularly concerned. Um I, I really – it didn't bother me as much as it did y'all.
0: So
2: I care.
0: no logic in what Kane's doing, though.
2: I actually, no, I, I actually have a thing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to – go ahead.
0: Other than that, I, I really
3: I really did enjoy it. Uh, this, was, this was by far the strongest of the three, so I'm going to give a B.
2: Okay. Uh, can I, can I, I think that uh, in like kind of rereading some of the pages, I think that they're really – I don't know. I, I, I'm not read really Life and Riley in a dog's age, but I, you can kind of tell that they really wanted to like stop this trial nonsense. Because think about it: the, you have the beginning of the trial, then you have like one testimony from the wife, and then you have the the, the, the defense attorney giving his closing statement. So I mean, obviously they would they, they they you know either were stupid and not knew how the trial actually goes, or they just wanted to end it because like like there's there's no evidence being like they said they showed the evidence, but there's no witnesses. There's no like psychological an- analysts being brought in for these kind of murders. So it's really clear. It's kind of blatantly obvious once you're reading it. Like they, they were like, please let this end. Please let this end. Because you have like Tower saying murder, coldly and carried out. Like, no, this, this this thing would carry on for at least like another. If this is a real trial, this would come kind out of carry on for at least at least at the very least like three or four issues. So you can tell that they were like done with this thing.
3: Yeah, I pretty much
2: agree.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, if it really was a if it really was a true trial, this really should have been kind of a subplot that was going on for a couple of months. So, um, anyway, guys, um, I think that wraps up the reviews because we're not going to cover two twenty six this month. We're going to cover it in a special episode. So next time on Clone Soccer Chronicles, we'll cover Spectacular Spider Man number two twenty six, Trial of Peter Parker Part four, the cover blurb you know, with Scarlet Spider and Ben Riley. So one of my favorite covers actually from the from the phone saga. So guys, any uh, parting thoughts before we head out of here?
2: I apologize for doing that machine. <laughs> I really do.
3: I do declare I do declare that this, this episode shout should end. So cue the 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 music.
6: on a string, like slow spinning redemption, winding in and winding out, the shine of it has caught my eye, and roped me in so mesmerizing, so hypnotizing I am,
1: captivated I am, vindicated Oh, yeah. hold,
0: hold, hold. Okay. Okay. okay, there we go, now. Alright. Coming down in three. <laughs> two. Um, you called him Fred Van Lintay Rape.
1: I said, what was his name?
0: <laughs> First of all, I love how like we're talking about like rape logic, and the, your mind immediately goes to, oh, check out Bertone's interview. <laughs> 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 but, then, but then you call him Fred Van
4: Lintay <laughs> Rape. <laughs> I, I need mean to edit like the beep out of that. I, I would <laughs> simply like to point out that Van Lente rape is now on UrbanDictionary.com. If you want to check out the full definition of it, we're editing. This. <laughs> Guys, off the record, yep. well, we should address that.
0: We should address the new iTunes review. We should address Ben Riley appearing in Web and uh, Kane running away like a little girl. We might do full episodes of the current stuff later, but at least and, get and- the. And- no, no, we're not, not going to talk no. about it. <laughs> we are not, not giving you free advertising. I, no, I'm
3: not going to soil my podcast with that. Stuff. Um,
1: okay, I'll just play,
3: I'll
4: just play. Okay. A, so, uh, I, no. Oh, wait, we have... We, well, we can just say right now what happened to Grimhunt like, no, and how we all hated it. But we'll, we'll, well, let Zach finish talking about Spidey Dude.
0: So, now. uh...
3: Yeah, Grimhunt's not out yet anyway. Um, Someone dropping a plays in the background? Would be my girlfriend.
2: The iTunes review.
0: My boyfriend's on iTunes. <laughs> Your girlfriend like gets mad at you and like she gives you a one star iTunes review.
1: <laughs>
0: the podcast host <laughs> would well, be better spending no, his time. The very last game. You, you should read it in the Batman voice just for fun. <gasps> Decent review recap
1: of the Spider Man's most confusing era.
0: <laughs> Enough with that. Speaking uh, of off-subject, I just have to react to this real quickly. This is being edited out. I, I just logged onto the front page of the crawl Space, and I saw the whole Twitter campaign thing. What the? Uh,
5: are these, are, okay, are these people,
0: no, I don't mean this sort of racism discussion, but are these people even Spider-Man fans?
1: What
7: like, do you
0: mean, by these people? No, like these these Twitter people who are like, yeah, Danny Glover, should like. are they just trying to get on the bandwagon Danny and Danny Glover! On? Or, oh, oh, not Donald, but, Glover. Don, Donald Glover, I'm sorry. Glover.
3: Yeah.
2: W- w- what the? <laughs> are you
3: really? Are you really kidding?
2: Me? Did you just see this too? George Barry, George Barry, the guy put this on there, oh. uh, This oh. is like, okay. Are these these
0: people cannot be? Uh, no offense, Donovan and Gerard. These people cannot be diehard Spider-Man fans. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I'm with you, on the, on the, on the, on. If you're if you're if you waiting for me to start moral outrage, I'm not going
3: to. Yes, I just did. Yes, I just did. Okay. Did you send me that? Exactly.
5: Um, hey, I... I, I Check your email.
0: What the f***? Why did you send me an email? Because I don't have a f- file. It's easier to forward it in an email. Oh, wow. Hi. Spider-Man's
2: a b***h. If I end the call... Why does it have to happen to me? Oh, God. This is... People, all my friends are like, like running to me, like you're giving me.
0: What? <laughs> f- <laughs> oh God! You're a black. Man. He's a
2: what? good actor, you know, and he's not
0: community you know. But like, like, how the f- does this translate into he should be Peter Parker? It's an insult to black men.
2: <laughs> well, if me teaches us this thing, I, I, I'll, I'll just be pissed off. You. God. Okay. Uh, what you I am. You? <laughs> this is. F-
5: I, I just can't you know I'm trying to imagine what would happen if that actually happened and you know what happens as soon as he starts getting picked on in school oh,
2: the dudes rounding my raises. I'm like no well yeah that's the thing like like all of a sudden all the nerd connotations become racial connotations and the whole thing just
0: becomes ugly Flash Thompson wears like
2: a plaid like redneck shirt he's like come on boy southern yeah, oh, like, like, yeah. like 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 like, yeah, like the um like the southern flag and everything and continue
3: to uh, send us voicemails at that number for Tony I put it in the chat window <laughs> come on dude oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> continue ahead,
3: okay uh, take two it's, okay somebody mute your mic what the hell's going on with you Jason seriously
1: I was
2: what was that I was moving
0: my computer <laughs> were you were you moving it up and down your thighs <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: Okay. Chase, <laughs> <Jason>,
1: mute.
3: <laughs> Donovan, mute while laughing.
0: Okay. Gerard, mute. For Tony, go. We only have three issues to get through. People, this should be relatively easy. Five hours later. Zach, mute. I'm oh. on mute. Okay. okay. The host. Uh, that <laughs> happens every single episode of the Crawl Space. I <laughs> know.
5: Now, to fill the air, here's my R2-D2. Ah. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. We can fill the air with Star Wars fans. <laughs> oh, for 11
1: minutes. Okay, okay, okay. What the f*** was that?
0: <laughs> this is like Stomp the Musical. <laughs> thank you, Thank you for that interesting diatribe. This
4: Where the f was I going with this? Okay,
0: some of us
4: <laughs> I don't know
1: but
0: I
4: of- used the term colored and we were all amused. <laughs> Except for the call- Talking talk- about the <laughs> you
1: Say that now.
4: It's like
5: the opening statement.
1: You said nut nut nut.
0: Stop. Trying okay. to We're told totally, to go on. Okay. Don- Some of us are more
2: colored by uh
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Donovan view. <mute>. Donovan <laughs>
2: enough. you
0: stop saying that! <laughs> I'm completing my thought. Some okay. of us <laughs> are Donovan View. <mute. laughs> Some of us are ob- <laughs> Jason. Okay, we can do this.